welcome to the Authors Forge, where every good conversation starts. We are excited. We have... Hey everybody, welcome to the Author's Porch. We have Lauren Beeson blessing us with her beautiful light again. Lauren, this is your second time on the show. How you doing? Yes, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me again. When you said you had a new release, I said, oh, we got to get Lauren back because we've got to talk again. Because last time you were on, you had The Art of Love in LA, which I fell in love with. It made me want to go and just explore the world all over again. That was such a beautiful book. I haven't finished it yet, so no spoilers. Okay. Um, but when you showed me the cover of Betting Blind before it was released, I was like, oh, girl, I don't know where you got that man, but bring him. <laughs> so we've, got a, we've already got some people coming on uh, to say hi to you, Lauren. Hi. Yes, Sarah. And you've got Brianna. Hi, Brianna. Yay. So, guys, uh, before I go, because me and Lauren's already been backstage talking before, you know, we came live and everything. But I want to introduce her to you guys who may not know her the way I do because I've already had her on the show. We've already been having our girl talk. The last time we were on the show, we were having wine and just talking it up. Um, but we decided no wine this time. <laughs> so, um, yes, yes, we, we're gonna we're gonna you know get rid of the wine this time. Yeah. yeah. But we're still gonna have fun. Don't yeah. don't think we're not gonna have fun. So Lauren comes to us from the great country of Texas. Yes, country is correct. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. Us Texas girls. So I'm a transplanted Texan though, but I am claiming it all the way. Yeah, so she she, she's in Texas with me, and she's a radiology technician by day, but by night, she masters the pen in these wonderful books that she produces. And let me tell you, I am reading ferociously because her new release is absolutely amazing. Betting Blind just came out on the 18th of June, and it is hitting the streets everywhere. From the United States to international readers are wanting to read this book. She has her female character, her male character, and it is starting to steam up in the pages that I'm reading already. And I cannot believe, I, you know, I've got so many questions. We're going to get to that here in a minute. But I just want to get some of these comments up here because you've got some support behind you, girl. And there's a reason why you have support. Not only because are you a fantastic author, but just by talking to you these past couple times, you are a fantastic human being. Oh, Lauren, also, <laughs> Lauren also has a husband and a son that supports her tremendously. So, you know, full-time radiology technician, a mother, uh, a wife, and yeah. <laughs> We're all neighbors, Ray, a mother, a wife, and also a fantastic author, soon to be best-selling author, especially with this new book, I have no doubt whatsoever. So Lauren, 
you know, you went from a sweet romance to a steamy romance. Yes. <laughs> okay, so give us a little insight into how do you go from one to the other, girl? <laughs> oh my gosh. I, you know, honestly, the art of loving Ellie was like my toe dip in the water, you know? It's like, okay, can I do this? Do I like it? Like, what about it do I enjoy? And I just love the steam girl. <laughs> yes. I'm a big, like avid romance reader anyway. And so I think even as I continue my career, it will probably get a little, a little more steamy, but you know, not crazy, but. Oh, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't know if I'm ready for that because the male character that you have in this book, I was like, when I start reading about him, I was like, I need some more pictures. I'm going to need a picture book. Can I get a picture book? Yes, go to my Instagram because I've been throwing pictures all over the place. <laughs> oh, I'm heading over there. I'm going to head over there in a little bit. <laughs> yes, bearded, tattoos, hot. That's it. <laughs> what more? Yes. So what was the inspiration behind this book? What, what made you want to write this particular setting? Because it is it is set in Texas, right? Yes, in East Texas. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't. I wish I had a better answer for this I'm question. Setting up I don't. I don't really um have anything that inspires me in particular. It's just like I get a thought and I hold on to it and I just run with it, you know. And and with this book, I I just happen to be thinking about something and I knew I wanted to do something that's kind of a little more edgy. And so I went to my husband and I was like, hey, these are my ideas. What do you think? And then we just like cleared the kitchen table off, sat down with like this big notepad and he was just throwing ideas at me and <laughs> ideas at him. And we were just going back and forth. And and that's that's how we did it, you know, and I'm I'm not really a plotter. Like I do like to have, you know, main points that I want to put in the book. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, that that's really what we did. We didn't like plan it all the way out. So a lot of it just happened as I was writing. But, but yeah. yeah. When you said you just cleared the table off, I was almost about to stop you and be like, wait a minute, this is kind of a family show. You scared me there for a minute. So I'm so yeah, glad you threw me on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so glad you said you guys started writing the book because yeah. that. that <laughs> But that's great that he got involved. Does he get involved with all of your books or is this this one kind of just hit that 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 momentum um, and kind of his genre as well? Yeah, I, I don't really give him a choice. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah, he's just my soundboard and he he loves it. He's very, very helpful and, and super great about all of it. And anytime it, it could be like midnight and I'm like running and you know, cause he's got his man cave. So where he plays his games and whatever, I'm like running in there. I'm like, Hey, like in front of his game. I'm like, you have to listen to this idea. I just had, <laughs> he's, he's always really good about it. So very helpful. That's awesome. Oh, look at that. Oh, thank you, mama. It's <laughs> so sweet. I love the, you yeah. know, in, we learned about this last time you were on the show. Your support network is absolutely amazing. Like, I want to know if all of you guys want to adopt me as well. Because if you want to adopt me, I'm up for adoption. There's no payment up front, no down payment. There's no payment at all. Like, I'm totally free. Yes. Just saying. <laughs> so and I think that's a Texas thing. I think, like, Texans just love each other and just... Yes, like the most friendly state. I just love it. I, I don't love the weather. <laughs> God bless it. It's it's humid and it's hot and it's 
temperamental, but, uh, but yeah, I love the community. I love, I love Texans. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, I saw you, you were saying you're posting photos on Instagram. Um, I see that you're on TikTok, and I know that you're on Twitter as well, correct? Yes. So what do you feel is your best platform as a romance author? Which one kind of do you see your audience on? Definitely Instagram. Um, but, you know, that could be because I put a lot of stock in Instagram, put a lot of time. Um, that's where I really like to build a lot of, like, my community, like the people who are supporting me on here right now. Some of them I've met through Instagram. Um, it, I think that the fact that you can post a picture, you know, a really like pretty picture or even a picture of like something you've created. Like I do a lot of like uh, the little like ad things, you know, um, or like a quote on top of the picture or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think people really respond well to um, the visual aspect of Instagram. And so um, I, I have pretty great success there. Yeah, that's good. I you know I haven't broken the the code on Instagram yet. Like I I do pictures and stuff, but I'm always wondering like what is a good picture that would that people would relate to. But I I totally get the bearded tattoo guys. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna go check out the bearded tattoo guys. So are any of your characters um, related to anyone in? real life or are they just purely thought of? Um, so that's a really good question. So Ellie was like a little bit of, you know, a dash of my life here, a dash of this person there. But this book is completely made up imaginary. Like nobody really inspired me. I mean, that's a lie. Cassidy's best friend, Juliana, she is based off of one of my very, very best friends. But she's, she's really the only one. Everybody else is just kind of, you know, came out of my imagination. I just kind of like ran with it and just had fun. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I absolutely love in the book, um, oh, bless. He's pretty perfect. He's <laughs> also one of my biggest fans. <laughs> what I absolutely love in the book is the relationship between the main character and her, her mother. That's one of the things that I am finding to be amazing because she has this, this absolutely love for her mother and for taking care of her mother. Um, and I haven't read all of the book, obviously, but I plan to. I, I definitely plan to because it's an amazing book. And I'm just getting to the part where some things are starting to really grab you where you're like, oh, I can't put this down. Like yeah. I had another author that I was reading her book and it got to that point where I was pacing the floor at midnight going, I can't, I, I can't lay down in the bed or I'm going to fall asleep, but I can't not find out. I'm getting to that point in your book where I, I have to like stand up to read so that I can find out more. Yeah. Um, but the relationship with her and her mother and also her and her best friend, I like how you intertwined those because you can you can actually feel those. You can relate to those in real life, like taking care of somebody and knowing that you want to follow your dreams, but you also want to be there for somebody. Yeah, for sure. And she struggles with that a lot, you know, especially there in the beginning, because, you know, she's she's working at, you know, her and her best friend, Juliana, they work at this diner and they've worked there for years. And so she wakes up, takes care of her mom, takes care of her dog, Gordy, and, you know, gets them all squared away. And then she goes to her job and she takes care of everyone else. And, and Cassidy is built that way. She's just a caregiver. She just loves 
people and she loves to serve people. And, you know, that's, that's really great. And, and I, I feel like I find that quality in, in myself too, especially since I work in the medical field. Um, yeah. but you know, it kind of wears on you sometimes. And Cassidy's feeling that she's like this, this day to day, like grind. I don't know if I can do it anymore. She's just looking for some excitement, you know? Yeah. And she's going to find it. She's going to find it in this guy. So let's talk about the guys a little bit. What, what about this guy that she is encountering? Let's, let's talk about him a little bit. Tell us about this guy a little bit more. So Jack, you know, when, when they first meet, you know, in his bar, the, the pound, um, he kind of is not super nice to her. Like their meat, their meat cute. Isn't very cute. <laughs> But, you know, that's that's just this persona that he puts on. He, he's he got to be the strong guy. You know, he's he's got this family. You know, he, he works really hard for his coworkers and, and that crew. And, and he he loves his brother, who is a pain in his rear, <laughs> to put it nicely, you know. And so he's just a little jaded, you know. I mean, to, to put it point blank like that's that's really what it is and so of course it's going to be Cassidy's job to kind of wear him down you know I think women in general 90% of women want a guy that they can fix <laughs> yeah, they want this this hardened gorgeous man that is broken that we I can fix the table off and throw him on it right? <laughs> right yeah wipe the table off I'm like you know what I'm gonna <laughs> I try that one because <laughs> I've got a beard and tattoo beast of my own. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Look, and Krista says with tattoos. Yes, yes, with tattoos. Absolutely. Yes, my husband has zero tattoos. Really? Yes, you need to eat him up, girl. I wrote this and like he saw like my inspiration for the characters and he was like, it like you're not gonna leave me for a tattooed bartender, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll work out. <laughs> That's too funny. That is so cute. So when you were when you're marketing this book, how did you find the marketing for this book? Um, did you find it easy to market, or was it something that um, what is hard to market? Because I would think a book like this would be easy to market because. Women in general love this stuff. Yes, but yes. And I honestly, that's, if, if I'm talking to the writers out there, um, that's something that I learned from my first book. Uh, the first book that you write, if you're going to write a book, that needs to be the book, depending on, you know, your goals, that you pour yourself into, right? It's pieces of you. It's pieces of your family. It's pieces of your best friend. Write that book and then like put that to the side and then write the books that are easy to market. It doesn't have to be, you know, fake. It can still be your story, like uniquely you. And, you know, a lot of people have told me that they love betting blind because it's original and it makes me feel good because I want my voice to be there. But I need it to be able to I need to hand it to people and then be like, oh, yeah, I'm familiar with this. Like Ellie is a little harder to market because it's this big, beautiful cover and it's so pretty, but the content is a little bit harder to uh, give to people. You, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's yeah. just a little bit harder to, to show people like my heart, you know? Right. Yeah. So I think with when you look at the market, people want to kind of digest, like eat up 
certain things, right? Right. Um, and books sometimes become this escapism, this yes. escape mechanism from the real world. Absolutely. And not everybody is looking for something that's going to make them feel in their in their heart, right? They're a lot of times they're looking for something that's just going to excite them. Yeah. And you know, books like Betting Blind, it, you're gonna you do there is some heartfelt in it because I I feel that in the very beginning there is some heartfelt. Um, but, you know, looking at the cover and looking at, you know, what what it's going to be about, a lot of times it's easier to market because it's it's going to give you that escape path to quit thinking about your everyday and think about this fantasy that you really want. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got in trouble. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's something else. Um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. What were you well, that's okay. I forget all the time. So yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say that I I try. Um, so like with that, you know, I I try really hard to keep my characters like wholesome, and even even if they're gonna be you know an ass like Jack, like I I still want underneath that exterior there to be like a genuine human being. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I really try to write that into all the people that I write. Like um, Juliana, she's one of my favorite characters. Of course, like I said, she's based off one of my very best friends, but like her light playfulness and, and like what she brings to the table, you know, for Cassidy, because Cassidy, she's this strong female. She's very strong. She gets that from her mother, you know? Yeah. And um, so having her Juliana like be the fun part of her and then Cassidy's like the the head on her shoulders type you know she's strong she don't need no man you know like that kind of thing mm -hmm. and then like, all these other characters I try to give them like genuine personalities if that makes sense it does and they definitely do have genuine personalities like all of your characters even in the art of loving Ellie um even in that book your your characters to me when I was reading it they have so many dimensions to them. And the, even in Betting Blind, they are actual people. To yeah. me, they weren't just characters on a page. Like I felt all of their personality. And, and that's what I am looking for when I'm reading a book. I'm looking for something that feels real because yes, there I want to, there's books that I want to read and I want to feel in my heart. And there's books that I want to read just to escape. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. I, I read books every single week for this show, but right. I also have other books on my shelf that I read just for pleasure. Right. right. And that pleasure can be because I want to feel something. I want to connect in my heart or I just want to escape. I have my fantasy books that I read about, you know, werewolves and vampires and fae and all that other stuff because I want to escape. And then yeah. I have my self-help books and, and other things about people's life stories because I want to um, feel in my heart and things like that. But each, no matter what it is, even if it's a true life story, you have to feel every dimension of that character, whether it's true or fiction, nonfiction or fiction. And your characters, you feel all of their personality, like they're actual real characters. And, and I like that about what you do with your art. And that's why I said, you know, the future best-selling author, because I had no doubt that it's going to happen. Oh my um, God. When, you, when you read Betting Blind or even The Art of Loving Ellie, you can, you can see that in the words that you're writing. So. Thank you. 
Yeah, you're welcome. So let me ask you this. You know, I know you just you just released on the 18th of June. What, what's the date? The 22nd. Yeah. So it's like what four five days old? Yeah, like a little baby. <laughs> yeah, five days. The book has been out there, and there's already a lot of um, kind of you know talk of the town about it and everything. Are you going on blog tours? Are you going on a bunch of shows? What is your path to get the word out for your book? Um, yeah, I'm doing a, a little bit of all of those things. Um, my uh, good friend and assistant, Amber, uh, she helps me with a lot of that um, with the blog tours. That's what helped me with the release. Um, we got everybody together and sent it all out. It, that way it gets kind of like on all the corners of the internet, you know, the best it can. And then also on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, so yeah, I did, I did a little bit of all of that. You're my first show. Yay! <laughs> very happy to be here. And I, I, I love you and you put on a great show. So, but, um, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm just kind of emailing around, like seeing who, you know, who's got openings for what I, I've, my, one of my dreams is to be in a book box. You know, those are like so hot right now. Like you open the box and there's your book and you got a coffee mug and some stickers and you know, all that fun stuff. So I'd really love to do something like that. So I've been kind of emailing around and just seeing, you know, who's interested. You got to do a lot of footwork when you're in indie. You got to do all the footwork and you got to put in the time, you got to put in the effort and it's hard, but you know, it, it pays off. It really does. Yes. We're doing a, um, the author's porch is doing a giveaway box for the month of July. Um, and we've got four romance books in there that we're giving away. So okay. if, if it's something that you're interested in, you can message me afterwards and we can get Betting Blind in there. It's a giveaway box. Uh, it's an email builder. So um, we would definitely love to have your book in there. But that's that's a choice. I know it's a little later in your campaign. Oh, but that's okay. yeah. it's, a, it's something, you know, there's my book, um, the Nicole Paquin. Uh, Lisa Higgins and Angelique um, Bozeman, in all books are in there. So they're going to get four, maybe five. <laughs> it's going to build an email list um, for folks, and we're going to market the heck out of it from the author's porch. I just did one that was just solely my book. Um, and we had over 200 people that entered for that one. So Yeah, I was real sad I didn't win it. <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. That was my experience with, um, and that was just, you know, a giveaway uh, to get to build emails and stuff like that and network with new people to get, yeah. you know, the word of the mouth, word of mouth out there and stuff. So, right. Yes. Yeah. But it's exciting, but that offers on the table. That's, that's up to you. And I know uh, my good friend Ray, who was on here earlier, he has a show that does, um, that brings on authors and stuff, which I'm going to, go and join him later. We're actually interviewing Tanya Ross, who was on my show uh, about a month or so ago. So maybe Ray, if he's still listening, or I'll talk to him tonight and see if he could reach out to you and you could be on his show. He has a great audience that is extremely engaged and that would be good Thank as well. So Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem. I love your work and I think it's uh, amazing when you have an author like you that is willing to put the work in and, and, wanting to show the amazing things that you do. And I know your book is still in the baby stages, but are you already writing again? What's your next project? So my uh, next one will be, 
<laughs> yes, Sarah, that's it. Fingers crossed. Um, my next one is, is going to be the second book in this series, and I am going to start like officially working on it next week. We're going on vacation this weekend, and I didn't take a very long time off with Ellie. I think maybe two weeks, like maybe, and I was already, you know, going crazy, like type, type, type. Um, this time, I'm like a little worried about burnout because I just have all the ideas and I want to work and I'm just like an all or nothing type. So when I get going, I just go and I just focus on that like crazy. So it's like, okay, you know, I know myself, I need to give myself a little bit of a break. So I think uh, it'll be like four weeks that I've taken off from the end of betting blind to when I start. So that's a pretty decent amount of time, you know. Um, but anyway, so I will be starting that officially next week. And I do have it all like, you know, my big plots planned out. So, um, and I've got a lot of people really excited about this next one, which makes me really excited because oh, hi. I'm so, oh, so. Yeah, Sarah's excited. <laughs> I love the characters that are going to be in the next one. I mean, like, I don't want to spoil it for you since you, you know, aren't, aren't finished with it. I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler, but you know. So it'll be, you know, a new couple, same story, same world, you know, building okay. through. That's so my you're, plan. you're going to basically understand, you'll probably know after reading this one, which characters are going to be in the next book, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could probably pick it up like the first few, inter you know, interactions between them. So Ooh, how exciting. I love that. I love books that spin off of other books yes. because that just grabs me. Like I am one of them people, like if you could just keep me in a world, I feel like I'm basically, cause I'm a people watcher. <laughs> oh my like God. sit me at a coffee shop at a table. <laughs> like Ellie. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yep. Sit me there and I will uh, sit and watch people for my entire life. So if you have a series that I could just sit there and follow them through a lot of stuff, I feel like I'm people watching. Give me some coffee. I'm good. <laughs> That's my favorite too. Like I love when I'm in the middle of like reading something I know is a series and then I'm like, oh, is it going to be them? Is it going to be them? And then the author's like so mean to you and doesn't do the couple that you want next and does like another couple. And you're like, why? Now I have to wait a whole year for you to come out Yes, Sarah. Sarah's with us. She's she's right. a people. She likes to. She needs a series to keep going. Um, oh, and I almost forgot to mention we we are launching the Author's Porch magazine on the fifteenth of July, yeah. um, as well. So that would be something that would be great to get Betting Blind that beautiful cover yeah. of your book inside the magazine. So shoot me an email after this. Let's talk about yeah. getting absolutely. Getting this magazine because I would love for people to see this. Uh, we'll be sending that and that magazine will also be going international. I've got um, my director of marketing and graphic design uh, digital media is uh, from Singapore. She's over in Singapore. I'm sorry. I've got something flying around my head. I know you guys are like, why is she moving her hands? What is wrong with her? <laughs> I've got a little fly that's bothering me and I get like squirrel moments. I'm sorry, guys. So yeah, if you're interested, let's get you in that magazine for the initial launch because that's going to be, that's going to be a great yeah. um, opportunity as well. Thank so <laughs> we've talked and we've talked and I don't want to keep you up too late, but I do want to ask you because since you have such a successful 
uh, start to your author career with two amazing books and so many more to come uh, sitting inside your mind there. What is the best advice that you would give to an indie author out there who's trying to break into the market and or has these beautiful books, um, but they just don't know what to do with them? Uh, I've actually had a few people like reach out to me and just say like, I've been working on this same book for years and years. Um, I have so much advice, but I guess the, the biggest thing is just, if you're thinking about writing, <clears throat> just do it. Like just, just do it. There is no perfect time. Um, I mean, that kind of happened to me. Not that COVID was a good thing, but when COVID hit, I just was like, okay, I got to do it now. But that's not going to be, you know, the circumstance for everybody. So just jump on it. If it's something you're passionate about, something you dream about, you know, you can self-publish, you can query and send your stuff off to traditional publishers if you want to. I mean, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of resources out there for you. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me, like, how I got started. And uh, I had an, an author friend that I, you know, connected with and she helped me. But there are tons of Facebook pages and groups. There's lots of Facebook groups out there for, you know, to help indie authors. Um, just, I mean, you just got to go for it. Just do it. You were made for great things and you can do it. I love that. You were made for great things and you can do it. And last week we had KK Weekly on the show um, and she does um, occult uh, books and she said it as well. She says, if you're going to write, write. Just yeah, write. just do and, it. And I, and I hear that as a theme from almost every author I talk to. Just write. Just do the dang on thing. It's That's so great. scary. If you just sit there and you think about it forever and ever, you're never going to do it, you know? Just, and I don't think people realize how, not to say that writer's block doesn't happen, because it definitely does, but when you sit down and you get going, it just flows right out of you. I mean, you will write like three paragraphs like it's nothing, you know what I mean? So just... Just do it. Just go for it. It's not as scary as it seems. <laughs> you're, you're inspiring people already. She's been writing. Sarah's been writing all evening. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you come up with. So if people want to reach out to you or reach you, what is the best way that they can reach you? Um, the best way is Instagram. Um, I'm constantly talking to people and you know, the DMs, whatever the kids are calling it nowadays, messages. I don't even know how to keep up, man. I can't. They keep changing it because they want us all to just never understand. I think yeah. they're trying to confuse us. You if you're over 25, like the age limit has changed. If you're over 25, they don't want us to know what's going on. Yes, it's like a hidden secret, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, Instagram, um, you can always message me, uh, tag me, whatever. Um, I'm new to the tweeter. I have, like, been good. I had somebody show me, like, how to share links and stuff. So I've been doing a lot better on Twitter. Uh, I, but, again, I think Instagram's the best. Facebook, uh, Goodreads. Oh, Goodreads is so underrated, my friends. Mm -hmm. Love Goodreads. I've been on Goodreads since like 2013 because I'm just such a reader. And I mean, it's like the perfect place to find all your books and genuine reviews and, and all kinds of stuff. So you can friend me on Goodreads. You can follow me on Goodreads. You can talk to me on Goodreads. Those are my two. I think Instagram and, and Goodreads are my, my main places. 
Yeah, and we have all of Lauren's links here in the show notes as well. So go check out the show notes either on Facebook or YouTube, whichever platform you're watching on. And you can just click right on the link and get a hold of Lauren. Um, or you can type in Lauren Beeson. You're going to see her all over uh, the interwebs in a Google search, which is great. Or you can reach out to the author's porch and we'll send you her links if for some reason you can't find them in the show notes. Um, and I love Goodreads. And one of the great things about Goodreads, because some people, I, I don't understand it, but I don't have to understand it because we're all different and we're all allowed to be different. But some people do not like to buy off of Amazon. The good thing with Goodreads is there are links to other sites for you to be able to buy the book on the other sites of the book is available on. So if for some reason you don't like to buy from specific sites, you can go on Goodreads. Goodreads has all kinds of different sites that you can buy it from that it's available on. So there you go. There's no reason to not buy the book because it's available on different sites. There you go. So, <laughs> Uh, when we did this last time, and I know you've got like a million and one people to shout out to, but if you had um, somebody, you know, maybe your husband that you want to say, I'm sorry that you don't have all the tattoos, but I love you even more than all the tattooed men, you can totally do that. But anyone you want to give any shout outs to, to say thank you for the amazing success that you've been getting for this new book and for the art of loving Ellie. Yeah, um, there are like tons and tons of people. Um I, so I've got a little group. They're called the Hype Hive because my last name's Beeson. So B and Hive, we thought that was cool. Um, some of them are on right now, and I just really appreciate you girls. I really appreciate your support, like more than you know, especially as an indie. It's just hard, you know. So, um, but the the one thing I wanted to say during my shout out is um, I actually dedicated my book to my husband's grandfather that passed away. Um, he passed away due to complications from COVID and it was a week after my son's first birthday. It was just very, very traumatic and hard for us. And so um, he actually took us to Vegas for the first time and like really gave us that gambling bug. And we have so many memories with him and I just, I, I love him so much and I hate that he's gone, but you know, I, I just wanted to kind of shout that out for, for him. Yeah, amen for the time that you had with him because who knows if this book would have even been birthed without that that blessing oh, of the famous trip. That's so true. That's very true. Yeah. God bless. I love that. I love that shout out. I love when we can bring in those beautiful memories from your heart. Um, so before we head out, do you have any last words that you would like to impart for the viewers? Because it's been a wonderful show. You've had some amazing support here. We've had a blast. I always have a blast when I talk to you, Lauren. Um, I'm excited to get back in the book because I will be taking these contacts out, putting on my glasses and getting back on the book tonight. I'm just going to let y'all know if you're not reading it tonight, then either you finished it or you, you're just not on my level. So, <laughs> so what do you have any last words before we head out for the night? Um, I just, I just want to reiterate, you know, if you if you want to be an author, you are more than capable of doing it and you should do it. You should absolutely do it. I like I said, I've got a lot of people that have reached out to me about it. And um, I mean, you're the only thing in your way. There are so many resources for you and um, and me like I'm a resource for you. So, you know, holler at me. But don't don't DM me on Twitter because I'm not very good at the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Definitely reach out if you guys need some help. And Lauren said it best, 
Get out of your own way so that you can succeed at the very thing that you were meant to succeed at. Lauren, I want to thank you so much for being on tonight. I've had an absolute blast. Thank you for writing this amazing book because it's definitely going to allow a lot of people to have some good reads for sure. Thank you for writing The Art of Loving Ellie because I have I enjoyed reading that. I still have to finish it, so do not give me any spoilers. It's okay. You're a busy lady. I understand. <laughs> but I'm going to finish it. I'm definitely going to finish it and keep writing these amazing books and never stop your journey because you've got a gift, my friend, and the world needs to see it over and over and over again. Thank you so much. That, that means so much to me. Yeah, so guys, we're going to end for tonight, but we're going to be back here on Thursday for the Bombshell Book Review. We we are in the last week of the um, the book that we're reading for this month, so make sure you tune in because we are going to be ending for the month and starting a new book for the month of July. Don't forget that in July we'll be releasing the Author's Porch Magazine. Super excited about that because we've got articles on tips and tricks on how to be the best author that you can be all kinds of different ways to be in the business, all kinds of super cool stuff. So we'll see you guys back here. Don't forget to go over on theauthorsporch.com. Check out blog interviews. They are twice a week. You're getting new authors, new information from those authors. You can check out their books as well. We're making sure that we're bringing you content to read the authors. Also learn about the author's journey. You might be able to pick up something to help you in your journey. All these authors are super relatable, super open to talk to you. Just like Lauren said, she said, reach out to her. Everybody wants to help. The author world is an amazing, amazing world. So if you have that dream, go for it. Never stop dreaming. Never stop reaching for the stars. So we'll see you guys back here on Thursday. Bye, Lauren. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye, everybody. Mm -hmm.